Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. Visit us on our new site at www.thepbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire you and encourage you, the listener. And second, we need to edify, we need to promote and acknowledge or just say Thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Blog Talk Worldwide Network. Today is Monday, May 24, 2010. Oh, my gosh, it's almost half of the year over. Can you believe that? I hope you are as excited. Excited about your future as I am because it is, trust me, very bright. We are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so go and spread the good news. Now, before we go any further, y'all know our listening audience, you know what we're going to do, you know what we're going to say. We've been saying this since January 1, and we're sticking to it. Here's to 2010, the best year ever, and we are declaring that. So you've got to say it with me. I know you might be a work you might be your baby might be asleep but i want you to say it if you can't shout it out act it out like you're shouting let's say it together here's the 2010 the best year ever that's right you know our show today as always is going to be a phenomenal show we always promise to bring you the best quality of guests with the most solid and practical information well let me just ask you this Wealth, we know, is measured in so many, many different ways, and I'm sure that everybody will agree. I could ask you a question, what is wealth to you? Ask another person, and everyone will give a different answer. But creating it is all the same. What I mean by that, it's, it's, it's a state of understanding that when your assets outweigh your liabilities, that's what we know, what real and true wealth is. And our guest today is a phenomenal wealth creator. She has so much experience, and I am so excited to be able to introduce her to you. So right now, I want you to go and tell everybody, email them, call them, have them dial the show, 347-838-9278. Have them to um, go and go to the website. They can log on to www.wealthysisters, that's S-I-S-T-A-S dot com right now. And I want you to also follow us on Twitter, mark us on your Facebook. So, uh, and, and, and also, Marcus has a favorite here. But you have to let them know that we have none other than financial expert, Miss Monique Edmonds. Now, are you really, really ready to learn how to eliminate debt and create wealth? Because as the founder and CEO of Money's Worth Financial, LLC, Monique Edmonds finds great pleasure with empowering people financially. That's what I'm talking about empowering people financially. She is an advocate of financial literacy who succeeds with transferring relevant financial information by offering personalized consultations, conducting interactive seminars, and engaging you at scheduled events. With a finance degree and more than 20 years' experience, she don't even look like it when you see her, 20 years' experience in the banking and finance industry, Monique has acquired a variation of financial knowledge that qualifies her for this purpose. 
She has worked for reputable banks, credit unions, and brokerage firms, of which each experience helped to enhance her natural skill of analyzing financial data. These very skills came in handy when Monique began her own process of becoming free. Woo! Can everybody say free? Say it one more time. Free of revolving debt. Yes. It was at this time that she also began to notice how family and friends and colleagues would regularly seek financial advice from her and was successful in their efforts. That's what we want to hear. So without any further delay, she launched her company, Money's Worth Financial, LLC. Monique currently has partnered with Habitat for Humanity as a financial coach to families who have completed the process for, of qualifying for a home. This program is truly on target with her motto of focusing on what counts as she finds great pleasure with assisting people and realizing their financial dreams. So with all that said, after this short break, we're going to come back and hear from none other than the dynamic Miss Monique Edmonds. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, we are back live on Wealthy Sisters and very excited to be here today with our dynamic and phenomenal guest, Miss Monique Edmonds, the financial guru herself. She is, of course, CEO and founder of Money's Worth Financial. And you can visit her at www.moneysworthfinancial.com. So I want everybody to tune in and get your pens ready. We're not going to hold it from you any longer. I present to you all none other than Miss Monique Edmonds. Hello, how are you? I'm well, Deborah. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. Oh, well, thank you for coming. It is a pleasure hosting you today. Yes, it, it was it was so great meeting you recently and just learning about all the wonderful things that you're doing. So we're definitely in the same family of empowering our entrepreneurs and just, you know, promoting good success among all. Isn't that a great thing when you can find people of like minds and you can celebrate each other and and see the success that people are having and want to see more for other people? Isn't that wonderful? Absolutely. I totally agree. I'm always being a cheerleader for someone else because what you give to others, it definitely comes back to you. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all you know, wanting to do the same thing, and that's to be successful in our divine purpose. So it's always a great thing. Yes, that's, that's so true, and, and I love how you said your divine purpose, you know, understanding that that is our, a major purpose uh, and a divinity in our life itself, whether whomever, whatever belie- being we believe in, it is a real, we have a real purpose. I love how you mentioned that. I also love the fact that um, you, you've gotten started on your own in your business and you are building a, a super company, but the fact that you have put a model in place that if someone is really, really, truly willing to make a change in their life, you're not just giving them something, but you're teaching them life principles. How did you get started in that? I guess, well, before we jump into that, because I'm getting a little ahead of myself, <laughs> at Wealthy Sisters, we 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 kind of nosy over here because we want to know all the details because our audience are just like me. We want to know, okay, what did you do? Where did you grow up? So I can I can have some form of relating to your success. So just give us a little bit about your your background. Yeah, well, I'm um, definitely I was 
born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area, as, as I'm sure you're aware. And, um, you know, I went to the local high school. I went to H.D. Woodson Senior High School, and then I transitioned to college at Bowie State, for any of our listeners that are an alumni. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, basically, I've just been grounded in the entire financial world. Um, for me, it started very, very early um, that I knew that this is the arena for me. But I would say the most pivotal moment for me was, you know, back in high school. You know, Deborah, as youth, when you get a guest speaker that comes to the school, you tend to think, oh, gosh, another born speaker, and you don't really anticipate that they would hold your attention. But for me, that was actually a pivotal moment because mm-hmm. the speaker that came was from a bank, mm-hmm. and she shared with the class how, um, you know, this bank was starting up a, a TELUS program, and so she shared a little bit about banking in general, and then she shared how the bank was reaching out to local high schools about their TELUS program. And so um, I, I just I just gravitated to it. I was like at the edge of my seat, like, wow, this seems interesting. And so in brief, I joined that program, and every summer thereafter, you know, I began working at the bank during my summer breaks. And so that kind of was the pivotal moment for me as far as getting into the financial arena. I bet your parents were proud. (laughs) Yes, I hope they are. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, seeing you going as a high school student working in the bank, yes, that's my daughter, Monique. She's down at the bank. She's a teller. I I could could see (laughs) <laughs> how that would make them very, very proud. And and the fact that you 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 know saw those numbers and weren't uh intimidated by it. A lot of times I know when we think about uh finance or it can be kind of intimidating. What you know, you, you explain that pivotal moment, but what do you think that is in you that made you feel comfortable with wanting to know how numbers worked? Um, I've never ever no, I've just always gravitated to it. And mm-hmm. so even when I got to college, I majored in finance. Mm-hmm. And then that just launched me into a career of, you know, various positions in banks and credit unions and brokerage firms. And at each level, I was blessed to have, like, a different um, position that exposed me to a different avenue of finance. So, mm-hmm. for instance, from high school, it was on the, the teller stage. And in college, again, I maintained a part-time job at a bank, and I transitioned to a customer service position. So that kind of opened me up to other avenues like CDs and annuities and things of that nature. And then you get a little older, and you get promoted, and you transition to other companies, and you tend to just gravitate to other financial positions that kind of, you know, build upon your foundation. And Mm -hmm. so... I just always had a knack for numbers. I've always just wanted to know about how do you acquire wealth. Um, I've always gravitated to successful people in business and their stories and how did they do it. And I'm just a nerd. (laughs) And I just tend to gravitate towards towards that subject matter versus any other subject matter. So it's in my DNA. <laughs> well, they, well, you know, it's that's very, very interesting. And and uh, I know being um, in the network marketing field, when we get get large checks, we get excited going to bank, and you know, you the first thing people thinking, okay, how does the teller sit there, or how do other tellers sit there and see people with a certain amount of checks, and and you wonder, okay. How do they say, all right, do I want to stay here or is it something that I can do to, to kind of increase uh, and have some checks like this? So you obviously were sitting there thinking, you know what, I can I can do this too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And at so, some point you kind of think to yourself there's more. There's mm-hmm. more than just this level. And mm-hmm. so you just begin to, even at a young age, you kind of, you know, I think we second-guess ourselves. We we know more than we think we do, but you kind of have to build up your confidence as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, confidence, how did you build your confidence? Did you, did you, was it something that you set out, or did you just, did you just evolve into launching your own, own career? It kind of was, it, it evolved because, 
although I knew I wanted to be in the financial arena, you know, finance is a big, big industry. And so I kind of evolved and kind of, you know, throughout the different positions, you kind of learned what type of finance you want to do. Like I'm definitely a people person. Um, and, and to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a people person because you're dealing with, you know, you're interacting with different um, people on different levels from vendors to your clients to, you know, just different people in the in the field. And so it kind of evolved over time that um, I fine-tuned that the personal finance side of finance was for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the personal side of it, is that because of how you relate to people you, um, or you just, you like you like the way the numbers work better on that end. Exactly. It gives you a more personal side of um, the realities of life. You know, the day to day household. How do you maintain your household budget? And you know, are you teaching your kids about about money and things of that nature? Or um, when you get paid, what are you doing with this money? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the you know, again, early in life, being a teller, it was unfortunate, but it's true, but there were clients or customers that would come in that you knew, oh, their account is going to be overdrawn and they're going to have to, we're going to have to send them over to the manager. Mm-hmm. And so circumstances like that kind of, you know, stick out in my mind that, oh, I don't want to be that person mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or in that situation, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you kind of knew based on some of the customers, what their scenario would be. You may know the customer, oh, they always bring in a $20,000 check, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, as you work more, you tend to have seen the variation of customers that come in with variations of financial matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you and definitely so – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. mm you're, you're the guest. I was just going to say so that, again, helped with the evolution of, you know, me wanting to assist people in this arena. Because mm-hmm. you saw a, both sides of it. You saw people who were doing well and you saw have had challenges or what have you, and you want to be able to help those to not experience or not, you know, to just inform because – I remember in school what we were taught, uh, I remember uh, how to write a check. You know, we were taught the basics of checking, and, and, and but that was it as far as dealing with finances and, and extremely uh, really setting up. You're running your household like a business with budgets and all of that. Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't learn I that. I didn't either, and, <laughs> and that's true. That's very. That's a true statement, Deborah. Like I said, I've been in the Washington, D.C. area all my life. At no level of education did I receive any type of financial education. Um, I didn't even really learn it at home. I actually learned it through people visiting the schools or my interactions on the job. Somehow, somewhere, Mm -hmm. I, I learned how important the credit score was because I didn't learn that at home. Either mm-hmm. I read about it or I somehow learned about it on the job. Definitely working in a bank branch, when I became a customer service rep, I began to understand credit scores because of the approval process of a loan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so those type of basic skills I, I didn't learn in school, nor did I live at home. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, it's still not really prevalent in today's school systems. And I think mm-hmm. um, that needs to be that needs to be corrected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that a, not that's just, a life skill. Yeah, that is because, I mean, mm-hmm. you can kind of think that, okay, these cards are here. Like, I know my daughter just so associates, you have money? You have money? You have money? <laughs> you, well, you know, she said one day, if you, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have money? Where is the card, Mommy? Are you going to use the card? <laughs> you know? But, okay, yes. that's having a debit card or what have you, you still have to have cash, and she has to learn that, that uh, mm-hmm. money still is tied to just that card. You're not just swiping that. And I think, um, like you said, we, we you know, that's something that we, we have not been taught. So you have uh, built your career. you spent 20 years. Here you are. You've, you've been in banking. You've been uh, credit union and with brokerage firms, which is a great mixture 
a great combination yeah. there uh, for your background. So now you're at the point you 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 are realizing that people need help. What made you decide to start your launch your business? Well, I I had the knack for the numbers and I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. I love working with people and and not just working with people, but I just really enjoy helping people and and seeing them succeed. I I've always been that way, not just in finance, but in other arenas too. I'm just like I said, a cheerleader um for others and just wanting other people to do well. And mm-hmm. so I definitely had the knack for it. And, you know, you get to college and those credit card reps were on the campus. And although I've never, you know, gained my credit, so to speak, I did acquire, you know, credit card debt. Mm -hmm. And so after going through that process of being in debt and, you know, you're just out of college and, you you know, you're smelling yourself a little bit, so to speak, because you got a little, you know, you got a decent Plastic. salary. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But you're really, you're really just like taking an advance. <laughs> you're taking an advance. It's like virtual money you're living off of. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so I acquired, you know, credit card debt or what have you. And at some point I just, I got tired of just living paycheck to paycheck. Now, mind mm. you, I was just, you know, out of college, and I'm just able to cover the bills and things of that nature. But at some point, you still get tired of just living paycheck to paycheck. So mm-hmm. I just began to gravitate to, you know, a variation of personal finance books, like any and everything in personal finance. Um, it's true, Deborah. I can go into a bookstore now, and I'm like, I got that book. I've read that. I'm pretty. <laughs> Give us I'm a book right now that you recommend, like for for basics for people getting started. What, what what would you recommend out of your library? Girl, get your money straight by Glenda Bridgeforth. That is okay. a great introductory book. Um, you know, she goes through the emotional or behavioral aspects of money, as well uh-huh. as you know, it's a it's a book that details how to you know set out your budget and your plan. Uh-huh. And so I think that's a good introductory book that I would suggest. And, and the great news is you mentioned that you 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 are partnering with her. Didn't you tell me something to that effect? Yeah, that is true. Um, one thing about uh, me, I uh, I can have an idea and I may ponder on it a minute, but then I'm like, I just need to take action. You never know what can happen. And so. Right. My relationship with Glenda began um, some years ago when she did a book signing in the Washington, D.C. area. I had already read her books because as I was getting out of debt, she was one of the authors that I would read. And I I found out she was going to be local at a book signing, and I said, no matter what, I'm going to be there. (laughs) I don't know if I would get the opportunity, opportunity to meet her, but I was willing to just go and see what happens. So as it as fate would have it, we ended up, um, I did have a moment with her. I was able to share with her about my business and the vision of my business. And I shared with her how I would like to know more about the personal finance business. You know, she's uh-huh. a seasoned person in personal finance. She's definitely, you know, successful. She's been on the Oprah show and Larry King Live and things of that nature. She's definitely someone I can learn from, <laughs> clearly. And so that... Um, so she shared with me she was on a book tour for a few months, but just to follow up with an email. And so I did that, and I just, you know, waited a while. And as fate would have it, we've connected, and she's become a mentor of mine, and I really wow. appreciate her. And that's, wow. that's what it's about. You give back, and you you see other people succeed, and you assist them with their vision, and your vision will improve. Your success of, of your business will improve. That is so true. That is so true. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely enjoying this show today. Um, you mentioned the book is Girl, Get Your Money Straight by Glenda Bridgeforth. That's one of the first books you recommend for our audience to uh actually get to start out. And you were you were starting to say how you had the debt from college and you realized you did not want that debt. So most time I know when we think of budget where a lot of people talk about budget, it always seems, like you said, nerdy. (laughs) 
you said dirty. Oh, oh you think of somebody God. sitting somewhere eating a cheese sandwich with black horn rim glasses <laughs> and a pocket protector for lunch, you know. Exactly. Not, not having any life and not having any fun at all. So are you sharing with my audience today that they can actually get out of debt and also be able to live and create wealth and have a life as well? Yes, most definitely. It doesn't matter um, the amount of your debt. You can do it. I always say, you know, steady wins the race. Steady wins Mm -hmm. the race. A lot of people think that finance is this way far out type of subject matter that you have to, you know, you have to have all these formulas and things of that nature, but Finance is really, I hate to say it this way, but finance is really more personal than it is finance because yeah. your personal behaviors, your habits, your, you know, what you do day to day is what's affecting your money. Mm, it really that, is. That's a powerful statement. That is a powerful statement. So what you're saying, on what we do is it's more personal than about finance. It's more about how we think than exactly. about the actual numbers or how much we make. Because that has to be a true statement because when I try to figure out today, right, where we are as a community and um, as far as African Americans, we make more money. We have six figures. Um, we, we, we have the education. But yet we don't have the same wealth that our grandparents had. Mm-hmm. You know, they owned land. I was at a meeting this week with um, Donnie uh, Glover with Be More News, and it was an awesome empowerment event that he had for women. And some of the things they shared about just owning real estate, we were the lowest minority. We Out of everybody else, they're 70, 70%, 60%. We were like 40% something in there as far as owning, owning even our own homes. Mm-hmm. So um, that 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 what you said about the, the the mindset of it has to be the single difference because it's no way with the actual wealth that we we we're making we're making the million dollars. I mean, if somebody mm-hmm. makes a hundred and fifty grand for what ten years, you've made a million dollars. Million? And that's you know more. right. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would love for you to dig more and tell us more about that. Um, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, would you mind sharing a little bit more details? Like what would a person do when they say, okay, i got to figure out how I can actually stop living from paycheck to paycheck? Because it's relative. If you're making $50,000 a year or someone is making $300,000 a year and we don't have anything to show for it, it's still the same thing. It's still painful. Yes. Okay. Well, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters. Our special guest is none other than Miss Monique Edmonds. She is the CEO and founder of Money's Worth Financial. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, and she's going to share more powerful information with us. Thank you for tuning in. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host... Deborah Hardnett. Yes, we're live back here on Wealthy Sisters getting some powerful information about creating wealth, becoming debt-free from none other than Miss Monique Edmonds, who is the CEO and founder of Money's Worth Financial. You can visit her on the web at Money's Worth Financial. That's Money's Plural Worth Financial. 
Uh, also, uh, she is recent. We're going to welcome her. I want everybody who tuned in right now. She's a new member of Facebook. Woo! <laughs> and Twitter. So we want you to, that's right, we want you to find her now, Monique Edmonds, on Facebook. Go and send her a friend request right now as we speak. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to our show, Ms. Monique. So share with us what you were saying about the relationship uh, to money as far as actually not being about the finance. And and I guess maybe that's kind of what you do when you do a brief consultation or starting the consultation process with your clients. Exactly. Well, of course, when I first meet with a client, I want to know your story. I want to know how did you get in this situation? Was it um, due to you, you know, being a big consumer and just, you know, buying a lot of things? Or have you recently filed for divorce? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're a widower. It can be ver- a variation of situations for a person to be in whatever financial matter they're in. And so I want to know their story and how did you know, how did they feel and what are their fears about money and things of that nature. And so then after I get to to know them, one of the main questions that I like to ask a person is, what are you willing to give up? Because if you're not willing to do a lifestyle adjustment or Mm -hmm. in some areas you do really just need to give some of this stuff up, but in most cases it's a lifestyle adjustment. Um, And that tends to get a reaction because, you know, most people are like, what? Give it, give it up? What do you mean? I need this, you know? Well, let me ask you this to interrupt you, and forgive me for doing this, but what what are some of those fears? Because I know some some of our listeners can probably identify with some of those fears that people initially say, and then that would tie in what you're asking of some of them. Everybody's situation is different, I know, but, you know, what yeah. they might have to give up. Well, a big fear is what will people think? What will they think? Okay. What will my family think if I have to downsize from my four-bedroom home to a two-bedroom home or maybe go back to renting until you can really even afford your basic level of living because mm-hmm. there are some situations like that. Um, mm-hmm. What will people think if I just have to pull my kids out of private school? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what will they think? And, you know, will my kids be teased because – you know, the kids will say, oh, your mom or your dad can't afford for you to be here, you mm-hmm. know, things of that nature. So a lot of the fears are really not their internal fear. It's more an external fear that they take on. And like worrying about people. Of what people think. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And exactly. those people not that, even thinking about us, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Not at all. And I say to them, who cares? At the mm-hmm. end of the day, do you really want to not have to make life life just life decisions? I'm getting tongue tied there. <laughs> life decisions based on you know this kind of fear. It's mm. it's worth you just you know people are going to talk no matter what, whether you're doing mm-hmm. good or whether you're not doing so well. It's always going to be criticism, you know, in the world. You so know, you I, said I a mouthful past- with that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. People will talk about you regardless. I, I had to yeah. learn that. That is true. No matter how hard you try to cover every angle, it's something still will slip in, you know, for people. And so that's what we have to do, be delivered of people. Exactly. And so I definitely, whatever, you know, their story is, I empathize. Mm-hmm. You know, I let them know this is what's, what it's going to take for you to begin the process of, you know, coming out of this debt. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, we do an analysis where, you know, I never ask for Social Security numbers or any type of personal information like that, but mm-hmm. I am interested in your balances and interest rates and payments. And, of course, if you're current or past due. So I kind of want a snapshot of where they are today so that, Mm -hmm. you know, the plan that we make going forward is more concrete because we have, you know, current data. How do you make people comfortable, though, in not that you're looking at the information. It's not that they're, well, I guess that's a part of of embarrassment, but just the fact of we can put our head in the sand 
and and not want to deal with it right now. You know, as long as we're not looking at it, I'm not going to that mailbox, I'm not opening the mail, um, we don't have to face it. How do you get a person to actually face what is going on, to even stop and take a look, to open it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a challenge with, with some people, but overall, that's not a major hurdle, believe it or not, Deborah, because most okay. people, it's easier to talk to a stranger about your mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. than it is someone you know. Right, And right. something about your financial... Uh-oh, I believe we lost her. She'll, she'll call back in, I'm sure. You are listening live to our awesome guest, Ms. Monique Edmonds of uh, moneysworthfinancial.com. Uh, as we said, we just encourage everyone to to visit her on the web at www.moneysworthfinancial.com. Also, welcome her to the new Facebook community. She's uh, oh, it's new, not the new Facebook community, but it's new for her. Please definitely welcome her as well uh, to there. Send her a friend request and also follow her on Twitter, uh, Monique Edmonds as well. So, and I think she also went under as uh, Money's Worth Financial. So we are just talking today about how you can actually get out of debt and create wealth uh, building that financial system there. So as our guest uh, dials back in, we're going to take another short break, and then we'll come right back and continue with the show. You are listening to Wealthy Sisters. Deborah Hartnett International. Helping you design your future. We are business development consultants. Your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www. DebraHardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. We are back and we have our guests back on the line. Yes, indeed. We're tuned in here on Wealthy Sisters. want to remind everyone that we have a new www.thepdwa.com. That's the Professional Black Woman Association. And we are here as your online support and resource center. We have our new library that is uh, on-demand classes, um, all types of personal and professional development media. Check us out today, www.thepbwa.com, where you can definitely see that success is inevitable. So we were just speaking with Monique. You're there? Yes, I am. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So you were saying, uh, I think we we were talking about, you said it's not that hard for people to share information with a stranger. And I, and I understand that. that. I get that point totally. But, I mean, with them to face, to face with us, how we have to face it ourselves, or a person has to look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm ready to look at this. I'm ready to open up uh, and, and look at where I am within myself. Exactly. It's just a lot of hand-holding and, encourage, and encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, with anyone that is still stuck in that place, I will allow them additional time before I will take them on as a client because, you know, I don't want to waste her time, you know, and I'm sure she doesn't want to waste mine, but it, it'll, it could be two or three months down the line when they're finally ready. But what mm-hmm. I do with someone in that particular state is I communicate with them um, via email to encourage them. You know, I'll give a call and just touch base and just talk. I don't even probe for the business. I just talk and just, you know, find out where they are in the process. Mm-hmm. And and like clockwork, they always become a client. They always mm-hmm. become a client, and they're always appreciative for my patience because, as mm-hmm. you know, Deborah, in business, patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. I understand what that means. Yes, yes, yes. yes. 
Well, we are here live. Uh, you have a question of Ms. Edmonds. Please dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278. You can simply press 1 if you're already in. We have a packed out show today. Press 1 if you'd like to ask a question. Or in our chat room, you can simply let our show producer, the dynamic Ms. Jocelyn Harrison, uh, who is doing an awesome job as always, you can let her know that you like to ask a question of Ms. Monique Edmonds as well. So, Monique, now let me ask you this. As um, your client process, you, you just have gone over what a basic consultation would be for them. How long, and I know everybody is probably generally different, but can you give us a an idea of how long someone could really begin to see some results in their life? Because, you know, we microwave society now, and I know patience is a virtue, but what kind of hope can you give them from the on start? Well, it's definite hope is definitely alive, and um, <laughs> you know because every person's situation is different, and everyone's uh, how can I say it? Not fortitude, but the rate for which or the intensity for which clients want to achieve their goals are different too. Uh-huh. Um, someone that's really aggressive and they're really, they've made up their mind, they're like, I'm tired of being in this situation, I want to meet with you twice a month versus once a month because the way I work is I work I work on a pace as to the client's um, desire. So mm-hmm. if you want to do once a month, that's fine. Twice a month, great. You know, mm-hmm. once a week we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that's kind of like a, a great question to ask. But I guess a fair a fair answer would be three to six months. You can begin to see major results. Mhm, mhm. That's not bad. Three to six months. Because now, would you say uh, again, again? Again, we know everybody's situation is different. And and please stop me because you can see we love to ask questions if if I'm asking uh, too much. <laughs> but what what do you normally tell a person? Do we are we supposed to pay off the balance that's the largest? Uh, what's your method, or do we start with the balance that's the smallest? Well, and this will always be debatable within the financial arena, but Mm -hmm. I like to start with a couple of small, quick hits because what that does is it boosts their morale. It gives them, you know, hope because they'll say, oh, you know, we could scratch this one off the list. You know, this Uh is paid in full. I'm closing Uh the account, and I'm never looking back. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I like to have, you know, a couple of minor bills paid off sooner rather than later just to boost the morale to let them know it can happen you know you're not in this by yourself i'm your accountability partner you know that type of thing so that's Mm -hmm. where the three to six months can come into play of seeing results because you know you can get rid of those um you know lower balanced bills the lower balance bills as opposed to looking at from the higher interest or what have you I must say I like that. I like that because people do need to have be able to see success. Just like if you know, if we're on a diet, if you're not seeing success mm-hmm. right away if somebody is not, you know, losing the the pounds or, or is noticing mm-hmm. some interest, you know, it just depresses you and you go have a piece of cake mm-hmm. and just say, Forget it. <laughs> and work. I like that you brought up about a diet because I like to use that analogy with money. You mm-hmm. didn't gain this weight overnight, just like mm-hmm. you didn't acquire this debt overnight. It right. was day by day, week by week, month by month, years by years that this has has occurred. And right. so just like with the diet, you start with daily, you know, actions that you can take. Like with the diet, you may um, just start eating right. Like maybe mm-hmm. start eating more fruit versus, you know, some of the cookies. Mm-hmm. And just day by day build on that. So with mm-hmm. your financial affairs, well, what can you give up today? Mm-hmm. What, can, what can you give up today? Is it the snack machine at the job, you know, about mm-hmm. 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you kind of need a little sugar, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, so it, but that snack machine a, can hurt the pocket, too. <laughs> it can. <laughs> it really can. Add to the pockets and hurt the pocket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's in your day-to-day um, actions and living that, you know, you just have to look at what am I doing every day mm-hmm. that, and, 
and again, Deborah, I'm not coming from a place of deprive yourself, and that's what I like to say to my clients too. I'm not saying deprive yourself, but right. you need to do some of these things in moderation. And there right. are some things you do need to temporarily give up. Right. There are some things you need to temporarily give up. I cannot share with you how many times I hear how many people feel they need a cell phone. Wow. Need. And it's not their primary phone. And and that's a biggie here of lately, the cell phones. That's a biggie. Right. Right. Well, you know, I'm a business person, and you're talking to me about my cell phone then. <laughs> but, see, I'm a business owner, so I write that off. So if you don't have exactly. a business, then this is, this is a totally different uh, story exactly. there. Exactly. Yes. And then, too, with a cell phone, maybe you don't have to give it up, but your plan is $150. Right, you know, right, right. a more moderate kind of a plan? And, right. again, to most people, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but... These are the things that will make an impact on your financial matters. Wow, wow. And and I love the space that you're coming from because we're always talking about we know that money and wealth is associated, like we said earlier on the call, it's associated with mindset and our consciousness. And we definitely want to help people with our show and with all the, the programs and platforms that we have. We want to help people move from that poverty-conscious mindset and so the fact that you mentioned you're you're saying don't deprive yourself. You don't have to be in that space where you, I'm I'm doing this and will never ever spend. I will never ever take a, a a trip to France or I will never travel the world or have my private jet. You're saying these are ways that you can actually have that. Those things are okay. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it at the right time. Mhm. And I also like to share with people that every day we're doing trade offs. So if mm-hmm. I'm saying yes to, say, going to a restaurant, and, again, I'm not saying never go to the restaurant, but if I go to a restaurant and spend $50 on dinner and then maybe I meet up with friends and go to a movie and then later maybe I was in a shoe store and was like, oh, I like those shoes. Well, when you did each of those three things, you may have done a trade off versus something better that you wanted, such as like you mentioned a trip with the family mm-hmm. or maybe your down payment towards a home or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. So with every yes that we're saying, mm-hmm. there is a no that you're saying to something else. Like we do with our children, like you said, you know, we we mm-hmm. we, we say, look, okay, mommy, can I have this? Well, okay, you mm-hmm. can either have two uh, uh, scoops of ice cream today, or mm-hmm. you know, tomorrow you can have five if you wait until tomorrow. Then you know they're going to take the choice, of course, of tomorrow to get the five. You know, in most <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Unless they figure she's tricking me, so I'm gonna go again. I might not get it tomorrow. That's my daughter. Maybe gone tomorrow. Yeah, it might be gone. <laughs> She might figure that one out. So, but but in essence, that's, that's what you're saying. Do you have um, something in place to, for for the, your your clients to help them stay uh, on that that course of wealth once they've been able to to eliminate the debt? You know, and I know you have success stories of people doing that. Are you personally tracking your clients? for those who have been able to stay out of debt uh, for a certain amount of time? And do you have something in place, I'm asking, to help them? Um, Actually, that's one of my 2010 goals that's on Mm -hmm. my list to actually Mm -hmm. track the successes of how long they have remained out of debt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely on the same page with having, you know, that kind of data available. Uh Uh-huh. And another thing... I love what you're saying, too, is uh, the trade-offs there every day. As a business person, and we that's what our focus is, really helping business owners and uh, mm-hmm. not not exclusively women, but uh, particularly our focus are, are women business owners. We do spend a lot of money on uh, material things, our hair, uh, which I didn't, me wearing my hair this short for <laughs> almost 20 years beautiful. now. Thank you, but I mean, I've been out of, I'm, I've been out of the loop, and I didn't realize the, the amount of money that was <laughs> being spent. 
scent oh, or yeah, hair and and now you know lashes. I'm not I'm not saying anything, you know, because I want everybody to make their money. So <laughs> y'all don't don't stop paying, but you know, just yeah. doing things within reason. So mm-hmm. I'm saying the trade off one just just with memberships. You know, I'm saying hey, you you want to invest mm-hmm. in your business, um, but you you're purchasing these things. That they have nothing to do with your business, so the trade offs mm-hmm. are, are, are really important for 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 building a business. If you're going to go in business for yourself, what, what do you mm-hmm. see when you have clients that are business owners? You know how how are you able to help them? Well, actually, they seem to get it. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, any any client that comes to me that's uh, an entrepreneur they're coming more so about how to increase my cash flow or what mm-hmm. what can I do to enhance, you know, my cash flow. Um, but I do want to go back to what you said about with the hair and nails and things of that nature because that was one of the things going through my process I gave up immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the every two-week cycle of getting your hair done and the manicures and pedicures, that went out the window. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't a special occasion, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I took a radical approach. Um, everyone, you know, has to do what's comfortable for them. Right. So, so I just wanted to make that comment there. But with the entrepreneurs, it's typically a different dynamic of what they're financial needs are in a consultation versus what someone else, you know, what what that would want. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Wow. That's that's uh I tell you this is this has really been great. I'm enjoying it. If you have any questions, we only have about 8 minutes left in the show. Uh you can dial 347-838-9278. I know everybody is so focused on what you're saying. We have the lines are packed out. Uh, as well, if you are already on the line, go ahead and press 1 to let us know that you'd like to ask uh, Monique Edmonds a question, or if you are in the chat room, please let our producer know. As a matter of fact, I'm going to open up uh, the chat room with our producer because I know she has a question. Uh, she is definitely has a financial background as well. Uh, Miss Jocelyn, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm great. Can you hear me Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, This has really been a great, great, great show. Um, And I got disconnected for one second, so I'm going to ask a question, so let me know if if this was asked earlier. Um, For, and I know you've talked about people that are entrepreneurs, um, and they're usually more apt to, you know, be ready to go in their full throttle. But what advice do you have for, you know, the entrepreneur or the person that's working and wants to become an entrepreneur, but money is tight and they need to try to, you know, figure out the best way to make their transition. You know, they you know, they have they're putting together their plan for transitioning out of the the nine to five into their own business. Mm-hmm. Have you worked with many entrepreneurs that are doing that? Actually, I could tell you my personal story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can speak firsthand. That's a great, great, great question. Um, When I first launched my company, I was still working for a brokerage firm, and I knew I wanted to launch this business. I didn't have all the answers, but I was like, I just need to do it. So one day I just went. I'm in the Washington, D.C. area. I registered the business, which was an effortless process. I had the $150 registration amount because, see, I was still working that full-time job. And I just um, began to, you know, I still worked a job for a while before I was able to walk away. But you just, um, you know, you have to seek out the resources. One of the things that I I used um, a lot was the resources at SCORE. Um, they dedicate, you know, resources and actually business advisors free of charge for um, small business owners. So, I mean, they knew me by name because any course they offered, now they do offer courses that are at a minimal fee, maybe $30, $35, and the subject matters can range from bookkeeping for your small business, um, I've started this business, now what? Um, you know, it's about 
you know, your taxes and what does this mean as a, sp a small business um, owner. Um, so that was a good resource. And also, um, at my local library, there is a business center that I utilize, and they more so offer free classes, similar subject matters, but you actually, um, you know, were speaking more to entrepreneurs that were in the field and, you know, a little more seasoned um, there as well as at SCORE. And so I did that for a while because after I launched my business, I said, okay, what does this mean? And you know, Deborah, I'm a nerd. So <laughs> I went to the bookstore, to my favorite section, the personal finance, and I'm like, I need a small business book to read. And I just began to educate myself by reading, um, whether it's Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur, you know, just magazines and periodicals about small business. I read books about small business as well as, you know, I reached out, like I said, through SCORE and through the business center at my local library. Now, as far as acquiring the money, that was a process. And for myself, when I set out my vision for my company, I never wanted to take out a small business loan. I wanted to be cash only, and I'm able to still say I'm cash only. Um, but for my first year in business, I actually didn't do business. I didn't seek out clients, but what I did was I hired a CPA. Um, you know, I learned what, you know, my tax implications and all these things meant for my business. Um, I began to understand about the marketing of a business and, you know, your website and, you know, the infrastructure that you'll need for your business is what I did in my first year. Well, mm -hmm. not the website, but, mm -hmm. you know, I just started putting people in place, um, you know, and what what does the vision for your company mean? So mm -hmm. I stayed there for a while, um, mm -hmm. but I still, you know, was working a full-time job for a while as well. Mm -hmm. But you have to know within yourself when it's time for you to walk away from your full-time job. Yes. No, yes, no one really can tell you when choice. you're ready. Yeah, that's right. a personal that's a personal decision based on your responsibilities, you know, to the home and if you have children and things of that nature. Right. And and I'm going to put this out here. In most mm -hmm. cases, I don't think you can ever have the right amount of money saved up to let that be the indication for you to go because business takes money um, and it's just mm -hmm. things that, that occur that you need. So, that's that's where your faith and in, in, in courage really comes in as well. So awesome, that's awesome. Well, we have most. about three minutes left of the show. Uh, we are here with the lovely Miss Monique Edmonds, the CEO and founder of Money's Worth Financial. Visit her at moneysworthfinancial.com. Is there a phone number that they can reach you at? Sure, 202-486-9628. And that's awesome. my direct number. That's 202-486-9628. She's a new newbie on Facebook. Yes. Go ahead. I've gotten some messages. Yes. I know they're sending you friend requests now as we speak. Everybody send her a request. All the people yes. who are tuning into our archives, <laughs> definitely do that as well. You can, all the ones that are listening live, as a reminder, you can always go back and visit our website, www.wealthysisters.com, to listen to some of our powerful episodes just like this one at any time of the day. You can also uh, download them there as well. So this has just been a great show. We want to thank you so much, Monique Edmonds, for being our very special guest today. And we want you to help us celebrate. We're excited about the things yes. that we, we have going with our platform here and how we are helping women business owners as well. We're so excited with our conference. The Winter Summit 2011 is coming up. Those who are speakers, mm -hmm. go to wintersummit.com. The winners, the wintersummit.com. June 4th is the last day we're taking applications, so you want to jump on that. The reason why, we got national, national sponsors who are coming in. We just signed Upscale Magazine. Woo-woo! Upscale Magazine is one of our, we're so proud and so happy. They are one of our official sponsors. That's our national publication. They're doing several, several full-page color ads, so the speaker's Face will be 
all their information will be on their name and company will be right there on those full page color ads. So get that in June fourth. Go to the winnersummit dot com. You'll see speaker uh, call uh, tab right up top. Also, we remind you that www.thepbwa.com is there for you. We uh, have thanking you again for tuning in to our show. I want to thank Ms. Jocelyn Harrison down in Atlanta, our show producer. And also, we encourage you to mark us as your favorite because we will have uh, other great shows like this. We've got some awesome guests that are coming here. Monique, thank you so much thank you so for much being our special guest really today. I really appreciate being on your show as well. Oh, yes. And next week, y'all, it's the Memorial Day, so I am living my best life ever and living with balance. So we are actually going to take the day off. So you are welcome to tune in to any of our special shows then. So with all that said, thank you so much. Everyone continue to have a great day. We will see you in two weeks. Have a good one. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.